Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Oh, two or three falls. Hopefully, I'll be asleep by the third. No! Come on to the rock show. Come on to the people show. Come on to the premiere show. Smackdown! It's the 15th of February, in the year of our Lord, 2001. Space Odyssey! Atomic Kitten, Hole Again, is number one in the UK charts. It's the group's biggest selling single to date. It was the final single to feature founding member Kerry Katona, who left the group midway through promoting the single. There's two versions of the video. One with and one without her. One with and one without her. And the same video, but one of them, she's just not in because she went away to Katona to go and do whatever things she did. Did she have a blue dot on her head like Christian? (laughs) Dido, no angel, third week in a row. Are you sure it's not Dido? Bless you. (laughs) What women want, again, third week in a row. Again, the third joke in a row. What women want is Dido albums. Yay! And Final Fantasy IX is the big game this week. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And you know who the guy in that is called? That, that the big knight dude with the big armor who swears a lot? Steiner. Oh. Where do they get their ideas from? <laughs> Breaker, he's called now. But um, <laughs> on the 5th, uh, 12th February, the ITC, the Independent Television Commission, reprimanded Channel 4 for airing part of a WWF uh, episode. Episode? Is that what it's put? <laughs> Yeah, it was an episode. Airing part of a... It says here on the Wikipedia page, airing part of a WWF in October 2000. So I guess that's the show. (laughs) Yeah. It's a format. Do you show in October 2000 that featured a wrestler threatening a rival's assistant with a sledgehammer. The ITC deemed the scene was inappropriate when children could be watching. A viewer's complaint of impartiality is also upheld against an addition of 15 to 1. What? in which presenter William G. Stewart made a lengthy argument for returning the Elgin marbles to Greece, but did not explore the... Per- what was happening on 15 to 1? <laughs> What's this? I didn't read the rest of that, but I copy paste it. I thought, oh, that'd be good to talk about. What is all this? 15 to 1 was a quiz show. Yeah, I wonder where you're going with this. Did you did you just quickly wiki this, and you're just figuring that it out as, as you go? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I right, pretty much bit like I saw the director <laughs> and thought, but the rest of it on the the paragraph is like on fifteen and one. They did. How did that work? Question one: Should the Elgin marbles be returned to Greece? No. Incorrect. <laughs> 
Maybe well. it was like when they were introducing the guests. They're like, my name's Steve. I'm from uh, <laughs> I, I'm from Telford. And I think the Elgin Marbles should be returned to Greece. And I'm all Give a round of applause. Yay. I disagree with that. Let's play the game. Yeah. Controversy. The ITC did nothing wrong. There we go. On the 14th of February, uh, also on Valentine's Day, ITV's This Morning featured a gay wedding. As two men are, quote, married live on air. The ceremony, a blessing performed by a cleric from the Society of Independent Christian Ministry, is not recognised under UK law. The segment results in 117 viewer complaints to the ITC, many suggesting it was unsuitable for broadcast at a time when children could have been watching. Is that what they use every time they say something that's on? And undermine the religious significance of marriage. Uh, yeah. Imagine being so angry about two people getting married. that you're Did he, gonna... he married the Elgin Marbles to <laughs> his husband, Greece. With a sledgehammer. <laughs> Do it or I'll hit the assistant. During the news at when. I'll hit your assistant. I'm trying to figure out who that would have been on the, 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 the WWF. Oh, oh no, I, no it's, I've got it in my notes because you do, do you? Meltzer talks about it in The Observer this week. Good, I thought he might. Mm. Uh, that's a bit bollocks. And then the Manic Street Preachers on the 17th of February become the first Western rock band to play in Cuba. Fidel Castro is in attendance. Oh. They did not tour, meaning that an unsigned British rock band remained the only band from the Western world to tour Cuba. I've put here, Fidel was probably like, I wanted Richie Edwards. The hell is this? They sound like feeder. <laughs> but you said in your note that you had a design for life. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> Pew! Quick that. But all that was happening in the ugly, puss-filled world of reality. Mm -hmm. What a what a what was happening in the beautiful, rainbow-filled world of professional wrestling. That is a good question. The answers, questions, and more can only be found right here and right now on the Coldholic Smackdown podcast. Classic spot. Good effort. You know, good I, effort. I, I, at pronouncing I hate the doing name. two podcasts in one day because I mess up both the names <laughs> on the show. Uh, the Coldholic Classic Smackdown job. review. Myself, Matthew, is good friend Tom. Hi. Welcome in. And, look, and if you're watching on the Patreon, say, yeah. it looks slightly different. Ooh. So um, we've, we've changed a bit of the scheduling for when we're going to be recording. And we wanted to take advantage of a lovely new recording space. Mm. Uh, so if you're watching on the Patreon, it looks like we are about to be interviewed by Kevin Kelly ahead of the Monday Night Raw main event. So it felt quite accurate for the time period that we were in to, to come and do it in, in this particular room. The room in our, in our headquarters that has been nicknamed the juggling room. <laughs> and and, I'm, and if, if I leave no other legacy... It is the fact that this room is named the juggling room. After that time, I did a three-hour stream trying to teach myself how to juggle. <laughs> so I'm very proud of that. And it's a, it's a, it's a great honor to, to, to have that. Um, but this is, this is the new setup now. It, you, if, you're listening, if you just listen on the audio podcast, then it's the same old bollocks as normal. But on the video version, it just looks a bit shinier. Yeah. How are you finding it? I uh, found it easily. It's just right of where we That's usually... That's the right answer. Yeah, <laughs> How were you finding it with your um, Jake the Peg? Right, yeah. So um, I would have... Ex I'll explain this a little bit on... You know on Patreon they can see you on your phone? No, I was just... So, okay. <laughs> because because we like to, uh, to, to let you in on the behind the curtains here, Owen came and set us up. 
uh, in this studio for the first time. And Owen's left his phone in here. So in a minute, you'll get a cameo oh, okay, by Owen Mawson, who I've insisted come and get his phone now. Because CC, he's so used to putting together shows that are professional and polished and edited. This is a whole new world. So when you hear a big cheer, it's because Owen's coming in to get his phone. So we'll make sure we react accordingly. Um, so yeah, so I will have explained uh, the the cane, not so much the cane, uh, but but the reason for the cane on the nitro review that you would have heard on Thursday. Um, it was my birthday this week on Monday, and Adam and Alex conspired to put on a little surprise party for me, which was lovely, and uh, it went very well. And we had many drinks and we had many happy times. And what ended up happening was... Way! Owen! 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 It's, <laughs> it, it's all right. We've said you're coming in to get your phone. It's fine. <laughs> Owen, Owen. Owen, Owen on the classic Smackdown review. Yay. Yay. Come say hello. Come say hello. We can legally advertise you now. Yay. We can legally advertise you now. You see, Owen, you're very used to... A bit of bonus content. Yay. There he is. Yay. Hello, everyone. Um, Owen's so used to putting together, like, polished, well-edited productions that when right. you said, oh, I'll, I'll come and get it after, I was like, ah, it's coming, it's I fine. I didn't interrupt this. The flow. Ah. No fucking flow here, mate. Just crack on. What episode of Smackdown are we, what are we reviewing today? We are, we are two weeks away from No Way Out 2001. Oh, space odyssey for and and, and i reckon yeah. i reckon we'll, we will get to talking about it in probably about 45 minutes time i've uh-huh. done the preamble oh no but ladies and gentlemen he's going awesome. to go listen to atomic kitten yes i am watch <laughs> what women want and then maybe listen to some dido <laughs> from this year in our from lord this, yes yes we'll have you on one one day We'll do it. Yes, we'll do it. Make it a day. We'll set you up. Love you, Owen. Thank you. Owen Morse, everybody. What a treat. What a treat. So it was my birthday. And um, I... You call him Owen Wilson, then? Owen Morrison. So you said Owen Wilson? No, no, no. <laughs> I called him Owen Wilson? Wow. Um, so we had drinks, and then we had more drinks, and then we had more drinks, and it came down to the final three on the night out. And I must confess, like, I, had, I mixed my drinks, which is a mistake, because uh, there are bits of the evening where I don't quite remember. I don't remember saying goodbye to you. I definitely <laughs> you know? did. Yeah, you did. Definitely did. Very nice emotional thing. It was lovely. Oh, okay. Well, I, met, if it, I said something emotional. I definitely meant yeah, it. Yeah. I oh, definitely I meant it. I definitely meant it. Um, but um, uh, so we end, it ends up being the heady combination of myself, Jack, and Dick Tubbs in Bar 28 in town. And uh, there's a flight of stairs at the top of there. And as we finished our drinks, we head down the stairs. I just decided that gravity was not going to be my friend today. And I stacked it coming down the stairs. Didn't think anything of it until... Uh, I woke up the next morning with blood on the bed sheets, which is one of the worst Michael Jackson albums. Um, and just in agony, my birthday was spent on the sofa. I had all these plans, things I wanted to do for my birthday. I just couldn't go anywhere. My, my, my leg, like I was that knackered, hungover, like awful pain in my leg. It's getting better, but what I found is going up the stairs to my desk on a morning, the stairs are really difficult because uh, it's my kneecap. And so it's any time that the knee is bending that it just goes, no, error. So I remember that Alex's granddad made me this cane because he oh. likes to make canes. So he made me a cane that somewhat resembles a microphone. Oh. It's got an old coin in the top as well, look at that. 
podcast. Ooh. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I remembered this. I thought, you know what? I'm actually going to bring this into work with me today, and I'm going to use it to navigate the stairs like an old man. I thought I'd lean into the elder statesman aesthetic of Cultaholic and just have a cane on me. Mm. And I, I have already hit Fraser a few times with it for being a naughty whippersnapper. Good. So I'm, I'm leaning into the old aesthetic now. I'm 38 years old, mm. and I'm and I'm happy with it. But it was a, yeah, it was a, it was a lovely night though. I'm not going to let the the, the the stacking it down the stairs at the end of the night ruin what was a really lovely day. Did lots of drinks and had lots of nice times with friends. It was good. How are you anyway, more importantly? Oh, good. It was lovely seeing you on your Sunday edition. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. I don't feel like, I've, I don't feel like I see enough of you out. Likewise. I don't see enough of me. Uh, In. It was, <laughs> it was nice of... Nice to see everyone getting together and outside. It's always nice when we meet up outside of work. Mm. Got a lot of crew. And it was just always nice to see you as well, being in your element and just being like that. You got that expression on your face where you're like, you, I don't know if you're about to laugh or about to like start bibbling and crying a bit. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, he's, he's just been emotional. That's nice. And I could tell that you were drunk because uh, Andrew went, oh, I've got to go. And he's like, and he went, yeah, that's right. He's, he's, he's tired from, from carrying me. Then he's going to carry Ross now. Hey. And then he went and said the same thing this... to Alex. And he went, that's right. His back hurts. Oh. And he did it to me as well. It was just adorable. Alex said. Like, it's all right. I'm drunk. It's my birthday. I'll repeat the jokes. It's a good joke. I find that I thought in real life, a joke is good. You will reuse it. Um, hey, hey, Tony, you hear what I say? <laughs> hey, the funny thing is, he had to leave early. Did he tell you why? Because he had to go and carry Ross after he carried me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, Alex has said that the nice thing is that when I've had, when I'm, when I'm battered, she said, you are like the epitome of a nice drunk. Because yeah. like you're not aggressive, you're not violent, you're a bit emotional sometimes. But all the, more often than not, I look at you, look over at you, and I know you're gone because you just sat there smiling. Yeah. I was like, I had a nice time. I was like, we're good people. Just mix me drinks a bit. Too. I need to stop mixing me drinks. It's gonna say if it makes you feel better, which it probably won't. But I'll tell you anyway. I did dry January, but I said obviously if there's an occasion, I'm gonna go out to it. I'm gonna spite myself. And mm. um, and so I get there, and of course I'm like, oh, I'll have that cocktail. And then like 20 minutes later, I have another cocktail. Oof. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm going now. Oh, do you need to go? So I, was like, I think my brain's telling me, get out of this situation, you stupid idiot. Do you know what? I wish and my I brain so did dumb. that. Oh. My, my, I wish my brain did that, where it just went, okay, it, it, my brain goes, let's keep going. Yeah. My brain's like a St. Bernard sometimes. It's like, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> you got the body of a St. A St. Bernard. It's like Sam's, Sam's, you know, into part 17 of his stories telling me about that thing you saw online. I'm just like, I can't even, I can't even, I can't even. <laughs> oh, Sam's good talking, I've got to go. <laughs> he is the storyteller of the group. But um, you know what? We, we enjoy telling stories here. Yes. That's we should tell does. some stories about wrestling, shouldn't we, really? <laughs> oh, there's a seg. <laughs> you know, we need some more context, not just what crap people listen to and playing. What was happening in the wonderful world of wrestling? In the wonderful world of the professional wrestling this week. So, uh, WCW News. Bischoff is getting ready to relaunch WCW, as we know. Lots of conversations about that. Um, he has proposed a shutdown of WCW, uh, starting with this coming Sunday's pay-per-view with uh, Sin. Is it Sin or Greed? It's Greed, isn't it? Greed's the last WCW yeah, pay-per-view. Greed. Or is it Super Bowl Revenge? No, it's no, definitely, no, Greed. It goes, definitely Sin, Greed. Super Bowl Revenge, Greed. So coming up with Greed, he wants to... to to call time on it. Um, time Warner Management have said no. 
because lots of commitments have already been made to advertisers. So they're like, you're not shutting down. You've just got to keep going and you've just got to sort of sort of hit the landing and just start restart mid process, which I kind of get like, you know, this is if, if you're going to because at the moment it all looks like it's all going to be fine. It's all going to happen. But but Time Warner don't want WCW off their network because even like WCW Nitro doing the worst ratings it's ever done. Like they're still good telly ratings. I think we lose sight of that. Like Monday Night Raw ratings are nowhere near what they were. Like today, they're nowhere near what they were back then. But even today, like they're still good numbers. They're still good, like two million, sometimes three million for a show, you know. And people joke, oh, Rampage is Rampage is getting near like six hundred thousand to a million, and that's still good. You know, NXT suffered for ages, but still does in comparison to other shows, very good numbers. It's always that. Uh, Bischoff is planning on running a major storyline to end this pay-per-view, which would explain the time off. But again, that has completely been nixed. Uh, because of this, an angle scheduled for the pay-per-view, that angle was gone. A similar angle will take place on Nitro in late March or early April, tentatively scheduled uh, for April the... Uh, sorry, for, February, for April the 2nd, um, at which point no location has been decided, but Bischoff wants it in the best possible city, which makes Chicago the leading choice. That, so what they're going to do... Instead of having a shutdown, they're just going to build to like a rebirth angle instead. That's how it looks for now in Dubsy Dub. Fusion and Time Warner are in the final stages of due diligence on the sale. Fusion management are scheduled for the final meeting with Turner this week in Atlanta. At press time, the plan for finalization of the sale was hoped to be by the 28th of February. But sources close to the situation say they may be delayed for several days because the process is taking a little longer than both sides expected. But there will still have to be the regulatory approval on both sides once due diligence is done. It's a little bit taking a little longer than hoped, but it's all going to be fine, Matthew. Matthew Gregg, it's I'm gonna be back. fine. I'm better than ever. Yes. It's interesting seeing the alternate reality. <laughs> the sliding doors approach the end of the That's WCW kind of where happen. we're at with these sliding doors of wrestling, mm. aren't we? I like them being told, no, you can't restart it. Just keep on going, then restart it midway. And Eric hearing that and going, mm. uh huh. <laughs> well, like during a match, I'll press a button and suddenly it's two completely different wrestlers in the ring. They just want to just keep everything ticking over. They just don't want to lose any money, basically. But um, I'll go review the thing. Went, all right, we're going to take a brief advert break. And they came back and like the set's different. <laughs> the ring's purple. That'd be ace. Yeah. You just, I mean, like, you, it, it's, just, it's an easy one if you're booking it. You just have an angle the one, the one week where a faction just rips the ring apart. The next week, you've got a new look. Done. You're off, off the races you go. Wrestling is fairly straightforward. If you don't overthink hmm. it, just saying. Uh, XFL, a little bit of XFL news. So uh, oh. some things never change. Um, uh, Matt Vazga, Va- Matt Vazgazian. I hope I've pronounced your name right. Matt Vaga, Maz, Matt, <laughs> Matt Vazgazian. Matt to his friend. Matt Vazgashan. Matt Vazgashan, maybe. Either way. Matt, I'll call him Matt Vazgashan. I like that. Matt Vazgashan. Um, was broadcasting for the A game this past week on the XFL. So he's one of the commentators. Uh, not very happy because he had Vince McMahon in his ear the entire time. No. 
whenever Vazquezjan would start talking about the NFL background of the players, McMahon would start telling him not to. Don't talk about the NFL. Only talk about the XFL. The feeling seems to be that since most of the players who had NFL backgrounds, um, with a few exceptions, were failures at that level, why bring it up? It was said that McMahon had already made the decision to go with Ross as the lead commentator by the end of that night. So Matt Vazquezjan, not long for the XFL, simply because he made the, the heinous error to talk about anything other than the XFL. Yeah, because the XFL was composed of people who weren't good enough for the NFL. So what stat was he bringing up? Well, he was released from his NFL contract uh, three months ago, but he was released four months ago. This should be interesting. He played for the the North Butthole Bengals. I don't know. Butthole Bengals. (laughs) The Butthole Bengals, that famous team. That famous NFL team. I want to touch base on the ITC bit that we did at the beginning, uh, because Dave Meltzer writes about it in the Observer Why was Dave Meltzer talking about (laughs) 15-1? No, sadly, because he believes that uh, they should indeed be returned to Greece. Dave Meltzer's sick of this issue. (laughs) Yeah, always always banging on about it. We're always asking me about this. Always banging on about Greece. Channel 4 in the United Kingdom was censored and fined by the ITC for airing a segment in October where Rikishi used a sledgehammer. The Independent Television Commission upheld three viewers' complaints said by broadcasting the incident, Channel 4 had violated regulations because the show aired at a time when large numbers of children were watching. The segment in question is Rikishi smashing up a car with a sledgehammer, building up to the Austin pay-per-view match. So it wasn't using the sledgehammer on anybody, but it was using a sledgehammer to smash up a car. I wonder about that just bit of mistranslation there, but... Um, I thought you were going to say it was a time when children could be watching because it was right before Eurotrash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no problem with Eurotrash at all, but Rikishi with a sledgehammer, heck no. The ITC, this is the report, the ITC recognises that American professional wrestling is essentially a mixture of soap opera and pantomime, which in general viewers do not take seriously. But certain conventions and limits must be recognised, especially when children could be watching in numbers. Fighting staged away from the ring and the presence of weaponry are two elements that can give rise to problems. In this instance, very real aggression had to be displayed in the destruction of a vehicle, which had been followed by a violent threat to a prostrate and defenseless man in a location that was far removed from the conventions of the ring. The program breached the program code's requirements in respect to the portrayal of violence in programs. This will be Rikishi threatening Jim Ross. I was really made with you in your cane. <laughs> the guy I wrote that probably had one. <laughs> That's got a big cane. Oh, I was wondering who was going to do that one first. Few notes from the Ross report. Oh, he's shooting. He's shooting. Shawn Michaels has signed a contract for several years to be a WWF performer once more. It means he'll be brought back as a major TV character imminently. They wanted Michaels to sign before putting him on TV to protect themselves against a possible Bischoff raid after they established him to the new audience. So obviously, because again, like as far as... Because at this point... Um, there is still the belief that Dubsy Dub is is coming is going to be coming back and stronger and well funded and still a threat. So yeah. I imagine that Bischoff, if he was feeding like you know the Bischoff of old, would say, "Hey, Sean, they're not doing anything with you. Come on over, come play with Kevin oh. Nash and Dallas Page." The car crash of no state to perform a HBK joining the rebirth WCW. Again, the alternate reality version of WCW is amazing. I, I am just in awe of the alternate reality version of WCW. Um, 
Uh, also, we can reveal there's been quite a few signings actually this week. Um, at television, uh, Yoshihiro Tajiri and Jerry Lynn both signed contracts. Oh, good. They're on the books. They're, they're both going to make... Um, I'd like to say impact. If it's Tajiri, yes. For Lynn, not really, but I still like him. Mm. Well, their, their bank balances will be impacted because yes. they signed three-year deals with a downside guarantee of 125k. And when you've come from ECW, where the, your downside guarantee is you might get paid, mate. Yeah. Your downside guarantee is I'll uh, I'll do your check Wednesday. Like 125k, excellent. Both expected to start in the next few weeks. Um, also, uh, Terry Guerin, aka Rhino, has signed a uh, hundred thousand per per year downside for him, and a five grand signing on bonus. Lovely. Nice. I'd like a signing on bonus. Uh, or would you, you have to like, look, I'm not being a weirdo. Can you, can you read some of me now? Basically. Yeah, I wonder if that was the thing. Look, can I, you read some of me now, please? I no. think I had. Did I have that in a previous job? Did I have a signing on bonus? No, I was offered a signing on bonus for a job that I ended up turning down. Um, oh. I was. This is years ago. I was offered to take over... Um, a cluster of radio shows in Warwickshire. I could talk about this now. It was a decade ago. Um, like went for a meeting, at, 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 like a clandestine meeting mm-hmm. to talk about it as well. And they offered me money that was close to what I was on and a signing on bonus. And I'd never been offered a signing on bonus before. But I was like, oh, that's very intriguing. Um, I ended up not taking it. And it was it was the right decision not to at the time. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I... It's nice though. You're yeah. Oh yeah, it's great when they just go, boost. we'll send you some money as a, as a show of our support for you here. Here's the money. Like it a lot. Um, also, uh, television this week, uh, Tony DeVito and Loki are getting looked at. They haven't signed anything with either, but they're getting they're having dark Tony matches. DeVito. Tony DeVito. Okay. Key, they just want to see what Tony DeVito looks like. Yeah. <laughs> and they're trying out something for NXT 2.0 in about t- yeah. 20 years' time. Oh, before I go into that, have you heard the story that, <laughs> about Anita when he says he was going to get into politics? Um the, the Japanese form of whatever the Labour Department the department party is said, hey, you know, come and join us and support us. It'd be our rep. And they gave him a bribe. And he went, oh, cheers. And they went and joined the Conservative side. Amazing. And he went, well, what are they going to do? It was a legal bribe. Yeah. They go to the police and goes, hey, he took our legal bribe. <laughs> Just, cheers. Kept the money. That is yes, that wonderful. That was <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, no change for Paul Heyman. Now this comes away from the um, this comes away from the Ross report, but it, whilst we're talking about ECW people, um, Paul Heyman has been made an offer by the WWF. Stay with me. Um, he hasn't accepted it yet because it, the belief is that he's holding out for someone to come forth with the money to save ECW. That doesn't look like it's like happening. Antonio Penner. <laughs> yeah, Penner was the other week. It'll be Vince McMahon that ends up signing the check as opposed to Penner. God bless him. It's like Bojack Horseman. <laughs> How much? Well, 500 grand. Want 5 million. It appears we're an impasse. <laughs> That's a great underrated, underrated quote from Bojack Horseman. Thank you. Um, he was playing to the smart marks this week in the Ross Report because he was saying he agrees that Taz is indeed underutilised. And they should push the light heavyweight division more. I don't know how much Jim Ross buys it, but a lot of people were saying that Taz is underutilised. And yeah, don't know Bruce Pritchard on uh, Comrade shows like, oh yeah, we should have done more with Taz. I'm like, well, it's all well good to say that now. Yeah, it's a bit late in the day now to yeah. go. We should have done more with Taz. Oh, whoopsie, whoopsie. They wouldn't know what to do with Taz. <laughs> they never did. And finally. Before we get to the rigors of this week's episode of SmackDown. 
Bulldog is back, baby! What? The British Bulldog returned to the wrestling world at the Western Canadian Extreme Wrestling television taping in Calgary last week. In front of 280 fans, he saved his 15-year-old son, Harry Smith, from a beatdown uh, from, Gar- from Jerry Morrow and the Great Garma, which is setting up to a match between the four. Um, Davy Boy Smith in the Calgary Sun said, You can believe the press or not, but I'm as bad as I want to be. I won't make any death threats, because he's been arrested, but come February 23rd, there will be a death in the ring. Oh, no. <laughs> I can, I've shut my eyes. I said, I don't even need to shut my eyes. I can hear and see him saying that. <laughs> Believe the press or not. <laughs> the press are saying that I'm going to kill a man, and that's not true. In an unrelated note, I'm going to kill a man. Either they're going to die, or I'm going to forget what I'm supposed to do, and I'm going to die. Tonight. <laughs> Death by forgetting. Who Forgot- dies in this match, Harry? It's the other guy. Is it me? <laughs> Please let it be me. Um, Smith was described as being big and as cut as he's ever been, which isn't a good thing. Like, he was swollen when we last saw him. I think he's got bigger, which is a worry. Uh, but he's, he's back on the scene. He's no longer part of the WWF. We will see him again on these shores. Not for a while, but we will see him again. We'll keep tabs on Bulldog. Let's head I'm going to miss Bulldog. Uh, he'll, be, he'll be floating around. If he's not here, he'll be in the, in the Wigan mine somewhere. <laughs> Back where he should have been if Bret Hart hadn't saved him. Tonight, I'm going to dig for gold <laughs> in this mine. <laughs> and there's two things you can do about it. Nothing. And read the press. <laughs> Don't believe what you read in the press. Here I'm in the press telling you to believe what I say. It Great. takes two to tangle, so tonight I'm going to foxtrot. <laughs> Bulldog just saying whatever's on his head. Stop him for pause or anything. Let us throw over to Matthew Gregg, who will talk us through this week's episode of SmackDown. <laughs> So tonight on Monday Night Raw, <laughs> it's Rikishi repping Austin versus The Rock, who's repping Triple H, with the winner getting to pick the steps for No Way Out. Would have been better if Rikishi or Rock got to pick the steps and made it one of those <laughs> FMW exploding ring matches to take both of them out. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, screw WrestleMania. Anyway, Austin and Triple H are watching at ringside. Near the end of the match, both men are down, so both Triple H and Austin take the opportunity to move either wrestler into the other while Stephanie distracts the ref. Both kick out anyway, and while Austin and Triple H yell at one another, Rock pins Rikishi, and then gets beat down by Triple H Rikishi, for all time's sake. Hey. Austin has a think, then goes to save and stun his <laughs> Kishi, but can't touch Triple H, so they stare. <laughs> Austin has a think. <laughs> and that leads us to Witty Wee, Witty Woo. We're in Long Island, New York, seven days from No Way Out. Vince McMahon is here to say he loves to share his life with people, and also, his family with people. Him and Eric Bischoff got something in common. <laughs> oh, God. Tonight, tonight, he's going to share <laughs> Valentine's Day with his wife, Linda. <laughs> also, his son-in-law, Triple H, with the double jacket. Uh, oh. Vince asks if Stephanie is still angry with him. He goes, yes. <laughs> Triple H rants about Austin for about five minutes. Now we'd love to beat him and bloody him. So... It's the first ever three stages of hell match at No Way Out. 
because obviously they won the match on Roy gets the pick. First fall is a normal match to prove he's simply better. The second fall is a street fight. So Triple H says, yeah, Austin's tough, but I, I beat Cactus Jack twice, so shut up. It's like, oh, yeah, you, yeah, did, he, he? you, you did do that. Did. And then the third fall, there'll be a cage match, and that'll finish the game. Vince likes it and makes Austin versus Benoit tonight. Oh, and also Triple H versus The Rock, so it's fair. <laughs> but it's not because my son-in-law is winning like he'll do it no way out and then raises his hand. So this is the first the first ever three stages of hell that we've now had announced. Um, and it's a Triple H idea, of course, because Triple H loves turning a Mr. Man book into a Lord of the Rings trilogy. Nah. Like he is one just for like doing too much. You know, they, yeah. they do say you can't do too much. And then Triple H is proof of, yeah, you, you can do too much. So I like the justification behind it. The idea of Triple H is like, I want to break his spirit by beating him in a technical wrestling match. And then I want to break his bones in a street fight. And then should Steve Austin find a way to sneak out in some way, shape or form, we'll have a cage on standby that will lower. And if we're all watching that going, it, it's going to go to three falls. Mm. I'm yet to see a three stages of hell that doesn't go to three falls. Be funny. One year, I'd like that to happen. Yeah, of of the three stages of hell matches, I remember No Way Out 2001, mm-hmm. the Armageddon 2002. Oh, with Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels and Triple H. They were both rubbish. Yeah, they were both they were both injured. Yeah. Triple H Triple H had his throat cr- crushed like about three yeah. weeks before. And he's like, no, I still want to wrestle this epic with oh. Shawn Michaels. Like, just oh. chill. It's fine. Yeah, uh, Randy Orton and Triple H had one on a 09. Pay per view, I want to say. Isn't that Judgment Day or something? It wasn't like one fall was that. One fall was a stretcher match. Maybe. And one fall was last yeah. month, Danny. I swear that. A bit foggy around 09. Yeah. Maybe they do. And I think that's it. Yeah. Well, the NXT, the there was, there was, there was, an, it was two NXT ones. What was it? Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole did a oh, three oh, stages. Oh, yeah, it was three stages. They didn't call it that, did they? No, no, they didn't. Um, but they, it was too, it was, but it was the whole the, idea. The first of like, sign, uh, Triple H is getting uh, pushed out. Yeah, and then uh, Adam Cole and Carla Riley had one that everybody. Oh yeah, had, of course they did. Then everybody went. That was it, because it was like the end. The ending was just so sudden and a bit crap, and I was like, oh, okay. No, it needed twenty more minutes. <laughs> on that occasion, it did need yeah. twenty more minutes. Having said that, even though this promo went on for a bit longer than it should have done, it did what it was supposed to do. Triple H reminds us that he is really good. He does belong here in the main event, and he's going to kick Austin's ass. It's like, all right. Yeah, it ticks all the boxes, does what exactly what it says on the tin, does what it needs to do. And then we get on to uh, the proper main event. Footage <laughs> of comatose Linda <laughs> next to some pills. And Cole's like, we'll find out what this means later on. <laughs> like, Lin- that's the teaser. Linda just staring wistfully out of the window at her mental home. <laughs> I'd love to see the ITC's response to this. The greatest acting by Linda McMahon <laughs> just nothing. in the weeks to come. Just sit there, Linda. Oh. Just sit there. She's very good at just sitting yeah. there. But while we wonder about why Linda's just sitting staring, here's Edge and Christian. <laughs> yeah, so it's clearly more important than, than whatever happened to baby Linda. <laughs> <laughs> On Raw... Undertaker and Kane took on E&C, but the duds were commentating, and they ended up getting involved. And by getting involved, I mean punched out by Undertaker and Kane. <laughs> so it's a triple threat between them at No Way Out. Oh, I see. It's Kane versus Edge now, uh, just because. Oh, wait. Here's the Dudley's two who watch at ringside. Uh, they watch Undertaker beat around Christian in the crowd while the match is occurring. 
Just so you know, he's Billy Big Bike. <laughs> Billy Big Bike! <laughs> That's his new name now. Billy, Billy Big, Big Bike. bike. <laughs> vroom, vroom. Hello. <laughs> I'm Billy Big Bike. <laughs> My dad's a policeman. My me, me mother's a criminal. Oh, so conflicted. <laughs> Which family enterprise do I go into? Uh. I'll go into my own. Billy Big Bike! <laughs> oh, I'm Billy Big Bike. <laughs> what? Keith throws Edge off the top and then nails the clothesline from the top rope and pins him. So annoyed. Just like that. Lost to a cane, a cane line. Yeah. Very annoyed. Wow, they weren't kidding a few weeks ago when they said everyone this feud is banged up. And then Kane stands on the apron <laughs> and mouths off the duds. <laughs> what would that sound like, Tom? <laughs> Oi, you two weirdos from Dudley. All right, have you? Oh, come on, pipe if you're going to walk it, have you? You weird. What's wrong with your glasses? Wait till my brother Billy Big Bike gets here. He's gonna dick you. Thank you. That's, that's a lovely table, though. Thank you. That's Dudley Kane. Hope I don't fall into yeah. it. So the Dudleys have set up a table at ringside. Kane stands on the apron and mouths off, as you just heard. <laughs> but dumbass Undertaker throws Christian <laughs> at Kane. Kane flies off the apron and through the table. And then Kane gets up like nothing has happened, gets back in the ring, and double choke slams Edge and Christian with his brother Billy Big Pipe. What the hell was that? So the table didn't break. That was so. I wonder whether Kane just called an audible and went. Oh no, because they would have had to do the double. How would they have done the double jokes though? Yeah. Is it? It's the whole. I guess it's the whole idea that Kane is is in in is invincible to tables. Yeah, but <laughs> why do the bloody spot? Then he's like, oh, well, because, fuck us then. Because they're because they're showing that like Kane and Undertaker have never been in a table match with the Dudleys, and they're like, hey, they're tough. They don't they don't get hurt by tables. That means nothing to them. And maybe it's the whole idea that. Maybe it's a way of showing that Undertaker and Kane are on the same page more than ever because in another life, that would have happened and Kane would have got in the ring and gone, Oi, Billy, you piece of shit. Push me off. I'll have you. This time they went, Oh, let's just choke on this little boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he missed the table, which uh, I thought might have inspired a young Matthew Gregg at some point. <laughs> I'll probably rebound it one. What? Yeah. Kane's no selling tables now? Like, shut up. He's a beast. He's the big red machine. Yeah, but... Oh, well, we're still we're still cool Kane at this point. We're still cool. It's a waste Kane. of time if Kane, if cool Kane is riding the cool wave. You know when you're like in a, a fighting game, you unleash the thing, you get that power meter. That's full. Mm. It's like he's using his full power meter on the tag team division. <laughs> Don't kill Triple H. <laughs> anyway, uh, I like I like Edge and I like Dudley's ENC and Kane Undertaker. Like this feels, this does feel fresh. Like having Kane and Undertaker in the tag ranks. Yeah, but what, when you say in the tag ranks, it means they beat up everybody. There is that. There is. I mean, they, I mean, the Dudleys got a bit of a bit of it action in on Undertaker and Kane on Raw. It's Bubba just battering Billy Big Bike. Ooh. It's nice to see. Good. <laughs> Someone needs to. Yeah. Kevin Kelly sees Austin uh, arriving via the parking lot. Explains to him the No Way Out gimmick, and he says, <laughs> "What's your reaction?" And Austin goes, "Hehehehe." <laughs> <Fiddly. laughs> <laughs> he just smiled. I don't think he goes, her, her. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Austin getting ready for his thing. He just says, Vincent Price's laugh from Thriller. <laughs> what could have been? What could have been the weirdest laugh that Austin could have done to Kevin Kelly? He said, "Have you heard about the no way, no way out stipulation?" <laughs> Have you heard about the No Way Out situation? Hey, 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 Muppet Austin, what do you think of this match? Two, two or three falls, cage match. No! <laughs> <laughs> two out of three falls? Oh, I hope it's done in two. No! Oh, two out of three falls? Hopefully I'll be asleep by the third. No! <laughs> Austin really selling this match. <laughs> oh, I'm facing the game, am I? Where's the off switch? No! He goes, why do they call it falls? I fall over just taking a punch. I mean, surely the match will be over in two minutes if he hits me twice. What's the deal with the street fight? I mean, we're not in the street. We're in the wrestling ring. Why? They call it no way out in a cage match. When you can get out. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> Stone Cold Sight. Yeah, I'll, I'll sit really down, uh, down, 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 down. Boom, boom, yeah, that would have been it if he just smiled and as he walked away from the uh, from the from the Kevin Kelly, he just says ding 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 ding, and then it cuts to Austin on a brick wall background doing what's the deal with false? <laughs> That's how we get ready uh. for No Way Out. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Kevin Kelly asks Al Snow why he's leaving. Oh. And Al says, well, why should I stay? I'm just going to get booked in a brutal match by Vincent Mann again. I may as well leave and say hi to Mick Foley. Huh. I'm amazed Kevin Kelly even bothered talking to him. Oh, I know. Oh, Al, wait. Oh, but this is burning to something fun with Al Snow. 
It, it is. It is. I, but, <laughs> no, it's not often you hear that sentence, but... Al Snow was on Desert Island Graps on Wednesday. Can you tell? Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> oh, God, we've been nice to him this week. Yeah, I forgot. Nice wow, Al Snow, what a great guy. We've been nice this week. I asked him about Avatar. <laughs> so Jesus. We're in good form. Uh, he, he also loves the UK. Big, I saw big, that clip you shared. Big anglophile. Did you ask him about head cheese? I didn't know. Bastard. <laughs> it's a complete waste of two years. <laughs> so what did you do to annoy someone? Uh, enough to, to finish this very popular tag team. He went WrestleMania 2000. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I remember now. Uh, Lillian Garcia interviews Benoit and asks what his battle plan is tonight. And he's just a dick. He says, I'm going to win, obviously. He's asking, yeah, he's saying to Lillian, like, what should I do? Win the match? That's right. That's right, Lillian. The feud between these two that, that stems from her once announcing him as yeah. Chris Jericho continues. Yeah. And Never what, say Benoit's petty. Yeah, he was the best. There's many things you can say about Benoit, but him being not petty, he's not one of them. No. Um, What's the, who's the best tactical wrestler in WF? You are, but that's right, Lily. <laughs> Triple H. Yeah, just showed up. <laughs> um, Benoit was good here. It's not that he gets to show his character, which I've been a dick. Uh, on Raw, Lita moonsaulted Trish in an intergender match, but afterwards, Perry Sutton gave Lita a backbreaker. Dean Malengo didn't appreciate that because he fancies her, so he got her up and said, hey, Perry, don't do that. Do this instead, and clotheslined her because he's a prick. And I thought that storyline head-ended. Lita insists she'd be around for this match tonight because she's mad. Before that, we get another shot of Linda. Lotta says, I saw her move early, honest. She blinked. <laughs> Team Extreme brought to you tonight by Chef by AD Overstuffed. Take the week for recover from that yeah. piss juice. <laughs> Thank you very much for sending that. Chef by AD on Desert and Graps this Wednesday. No, no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> Get him on. We the results and SmackDown 2 now playable on SegaNet. <laughs> Barely playable. Please, on honest, it's still around. Dear, we know, we know. Dear God, please. You please. can play the new WCW game for it. Honest, it's coming soon. <laughs> anyway. Perry Sutton takes on Matt Hardy, who is incensed by Terry and Perry kissing one another as they come down the ramp. Of course. This just means he gets beat up quicker. <laughs> Matt gets a sweet DDT onto Perry on the floor before jumping right onto his shoulders on, for a DVD. But Lola weirdly calls it the moss-covered three-handled family crondunza. Yeah. I was confused because I know that's a thing that comes around later on, but I realized at this point it was, still, it was a thing. I thought it got that name off the back of Perry Satin going a bit mental. Yeah. I'll put here during the Moppy years. Yeah, but apparently, but apparently he, was, he was doing it before. Then. Do you know where it comes from? It's a Dr. Seuss reference. It is. It's a Dr. Seuss reference. Dr. Seuss was the doctor from Planet of the Apes. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss. Oh, 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 Dr. Seuss. I hate every <laughs> I see. Chimpanzee to chimpanzee. You'll never make a monkey out of me. Oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh. I oh was God. wrong. It was Earth all along. Yes, we finally made a monkey. Yes, we finally made a monkey. Yes, you finally made a monkey out of me. But it's Dr. Seuss. I love you, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Thank you, yes. But, Dr. Uh, Seuss. Yes, from The Cat in the Hat. That's him. <laughs> Which I won't sing. <laughs> but that's where... Yeah, but I, I hate every cat <laughs> I see. Jim. From, from cat A to cat. Doesn't work the same when he does it. But I, I had the same 
Nelson Mandela memory as you did, <laughs> whereby um, I thought that it was something that came about when he went mm. a bit radio rental. Well, we're not that far off. And no, it's yeah, not we often are. we see Perry Sutton having matches mm. that get that what the commentators pay attention to, we should say. But also, the thing is, as well, not only do, is the timeline weird, not only is the name weird, but it, it, Jerry Lawler called it wrong. What? Yeah, the DVD isn't the move, is yeah, it? Yeah, the, the Death Valley the, Driver is the Death Valley Driver. Yeah. And even and even Michael Cole corrected him. The three-handled family credenza is that sort of spinning fisherman's suplex. Right. It's a really cool move. Yeah. It does Lawler. It is in SmackDown. Just bring that's, it. That's how I know it. Because mm. the name came up on What the heck? What's that name? What? Mm. What's that called? And he's like, all right. I think it might still be called that in the wrestling games today. Yeah. I think. Anyway, Perry blocks a twist of fate by placing Matt onto the top. Lita distracts the referee, which causes Perry to knock Lita into Dean's hands, which distracts Perry into getting pinned by Matt. Dean then kisses Lita, who gets a vicious slap from Lita. Lita says, all right, all right look, look, I've pulled some pranks on you in the past, but this has to end. You know, men love it when women give men rings. He should know. He has one on his finger. Not much pop there. Anyway, they will have a match on Raw. In a ring to end this thing that should have ended ages ago. The crowd love Lita, but this was a dog poo promo. It wasn't. She's not been that strong a promo unless she keeps it dead simple. Yeah. Like her promos aren't great, but it men love it when women give them a ring and be like, "Fuck no, no, we don't, <laughs> don't do that." Um, Malenko, like he p- punches her, picks her up, kisses her, gets slapped, and then looks really sad, like a proper gaslighting little bastard. Malenko is. I forgot how how sort of like deep and thorough this was with Malenko. So uh, I'm I'm up for seeing Lita as a fan. I'm up for seeing Lita kick shit out of Dean Malenko on yeah. Monday, and it leads it leads to a couple in the WWF becoming Facebook official, if for lack of a better term. If memory serves. Ah. Which we'll talk on next week. Mm-hmm. The coach asks... Oh, I love this bit. Coach asks Raven, why did you accept Big Show's challenge tonight? And he says, why, why not? Why, why did Jack climb the beanstalk? Why did... A bunch of other examples. So he can say he's the best. Coach asks, is it because Vincent Mann made him? Raven pauses before going, yes. And then leaves. <laughs> it's nice. And then... Benoit versus Austin is now. I put, really? We've got Rock Triple H as well. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, Austin kicks the dog poo out of Benoit <laughs> to begin. And then Benoit does it to him. And then Austin does it again. Stomp, stomp, stomp. And then choke, choke, choke. Benoit starts chopping and takes some shots before blocking the stunner with a crossface attempt. Austin escapes and then knocks in an STF. Wow. Which Benoit has to grab the ropes for. Fun fact, Cena made Benoit tap out to that in 07. <laughs> House and Magazine loved it. <laughs> Triple H waddles out, so Benoit kicks Austin over the announce table and pounds him to buggery. The commentator's headsets get kicked off, so he can't hear Lawler. Get used to that. <laughs> Benoit lands Air Canada as Triple H grins. Austin gets a small package, so Triple H distracts the referee. Benoit tries attacking with a chair, but Austin counters with a stunner and pins him, despite Triple H's best attempt to distract. Grrr, says Triple H. Match was interesting, as Austin was fine grappling with Regal a few months ago, but didn't want any of Benoit's Japanese shit. No, but I like some of the technical bobbins that Steve mm. did. He did a bit of it. I, like, I think like Benoit brings out a little something different in Austin. 
and when I think they'll have another go round on SmackDown in a few months' time. Oh yeah, no, that'll way be superb. better. Yeah, superb. This wasn't a terrible match. It wasn't. Though. It wasn't. Uh, Vincent Mann says, "Here's my Valentine Valentine's Day tribute to Linda. He shows up to give Linda some roses and says, of course he still loves her. That's why he paid for this expensive place for her to stay in all the time. He knows he can't appreciate." Sorry, he knows she can't appreciate the presents in the same way she never appreciated him. But it's okay. She'll have some medication and he'll continue to enjoy the 100% of the company's assets he now has. He's still got the ring on to prove to everyone he loves his wife. He loves her so much, he's invited Trish Stratus to hang out today. Trish kisses her and says, ooh, she's cold as ice. Vince says, some things never change. <laughs> And he gives Trish Linda's flowers. <laughs> awesome segment. And the best use of Linda where she does absolutely nothing. Star-making performance uh, yeah. by Linda. Regal and Trish enter, and I guess they abandoned the whole Regal slash Trish thing. Cole explains the plot in case we didn't get it. Because I think it, beforehand... They were hiding it because... Yeah, they hide it last week. Regal and Trish came out. Yeah. And they were like, oh, yes, I love my scrumpet. <laughs> my scrumpety wumpety. <laughs> I love my bit on the slide. <laughs> oh, no, that was it. Like my favourite busty wench. My favourite busty wench. My lovely yeah. bit of crumpet. Oh, then Stephanie shows up and she's pissed. She attacks Trish and Regal to a healthy pop. Uh, Regal and Vince have to step in. Regal drags uh, Trish into a limo and says... Hey, Vince, why not have them fight? And Vince's like, no, that's disgusting. Why would I? Yeah, money. We'll do it at no way out. This company really has an issue with women at the moment, doesn't it? Yeah. Really does. Top to bottom. Yeah, but Lita it, getting battered. Linda's yeah. been medicated so Vince can shag a younger woman. Now, they, now they're, let's make them fight. They're all wenches. Yeah. ITC did nothing wrong. They did nothing wrong. Ah. Jericho was here. And we got reminded that X-Pac returned. After showing up months after Jericho beat him in the cage. He has the post-DX colour scheme. But never mind that. Mm. Later on Raw, just incredible showed up. The ultimate post-DX colour scheme hey. is just incredible rocking hey. up. <laughs> Lola says, I don't know he said he was still in business. Well, Lola was not known for waiting. <laughs> They, they credit Just Incredible as the ECW champion. Which isn't true. Wait, what? They, they, they say he's the ECW champion. They don't even say former ECW champion. He's not. No, because that's, <laughs> that's what I was saying. Because, like, it was... Oh, why did they say that? Was it Carino who won it last? No, uh, Simon won it on the last pay-per-view. Rhino. Rhino came out and pinned him. Rhino's the last ECW yeah. champion. Unless they meant to say former ECW champion. Yeah, yeah he's not the ECW champion. Because I had watched ECW at this point. I sort of figured out how to watch ECW and I'd watched WWF at the same time. And seeing Just Incredible walk out on TV and stand next to X-Pac, like, wow. That was oh, a yeah, lesson yeah. to me, like how the camera, the size of the ring can really shift a guy. Because I thought Just Incredible <laughs> yeah. was like this, in, like when watching it as a kid, I thought oh, it's Just Incredible, about like, the same size as Austin. And then when he stood next to X-Pac, like freshly shaved and he just looks a bit like, an, he looks like an unfinished creator wrestler. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's unfortunate. Have you ever seen The Adventures of Baron Munchausen, the Terry Gilliam film? Uh, I haven't, no. Oh, it's a spectacular film. I don't think many people have seen it because it's more associated with the drama behind it where it was over budget before it started filming. 
But lots of little bits in it. There's a bit where like they crash down and it's like, ah, they look up. And there's, there's these giants and like, and like, oh, look at you, little people. Like, oh no, and like, oh, you better come out of here and we'll look at you. <laughs> like, All right, and they get up and realize, stand up, looks and they're like they're just a bit smaller than. It's like, oh, oh, it's just the angle. Oh, all right. <laughs> it's just a great moment. It's basically that. Yeah. It's basically that. Watching, watching just incredible walk out of the cave. And like, oh, you're about that sort of okay, That's yeah. fine. Uh-huh. Oh. I remember oh. being quite disappointed by that. I was like, oh. No, you know, I, I was like, just incredible. That's amazing. In my head, like, oh, he'd come in and super kick Steve Austin. That'd be amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, he's just going to. Oh, no, no. Anyway, Jericho insults him and his buck teeth. So off to a good start. We're off to a great Jericho start. Point out the negatives. X-Pac is here to wrestle Jericho as Lola takes issue with Jericho mocking X-Pac's greasy hair. Well, what does he wash his hair with? Castrol GTF. <laughs> we get the first mention of XFL tonight with He Hate Me. So this was the guy. This was like the star of the I was going to say, this is the, the long-lasting effect mm. of the XFL for a while. The, the He Hate Me. Because they leaned into, like, because they wanted all the guys in the XFL to have nicknames and... And, and stuff and and n- most of them just went I just want my name like I just want to play football like I don't want all this wrestling bollocks I'll go on uh, not good enough for NFL Jones <laughs> but then he hate me whose real name was one second uh, he hate me Rod Smart which is a great name in itself Rod Smart um, uh, yeah Torold Deshaun Rod Smart uh, known as he hate me um but he he leaned into the whole nonsense of mm. of the of the whole yeah. business. Spike Lee named a film. I thought she, she hate me. Mm. Oh, d- yeah. did really? Is that really where it came from? Yeah. Oh blimey! It didn't do very well, but it was just like wow, XFL influencing films. Oh, I great. never knew that. Uh, Lola says I can relate. I hate you, Cole. <laughs> uh, Lola's on fire. During I hate this. you, Cole. <laughs> Lola's on fire during this match, just like he'll be when he burns in hell. <laughs> Uh, Jericho avoids the Bronco Bruster, but they know each other so well that Waltman predicts he was going to counter it and takes an Enziguri instead. Yeah, clever <laughs> bastard. X-Pac nails the Bronco, but as he's posing afterwards in the post-Bronco glow, Jericho lands the walls, but he's too close to the ropes. Jericho gets shoved into the ref, and while Jericho takes his anger out on the referee for that, X-Pac low blows him and lands the X-Factor for the one, two. Oh, wait, here's Eddie Guerrero for the running DQ. Then... Just Incredible shows up to noticeable ECW chance, mm-hmm. but Jericho chases him away with a chair and then plants Eddie with one. Good ending. Yeah, and not a bad match. Like Jericho and X-Pot were the sort of the star-crossed lovers that kept finding each other. Mm. Uh, like this is their third feud now in in Jericho's run in WWE. It really is. When, they, when he first showed up in '99, then again in then 2000, last, last year with the awesome cage match. And now, and now. that them one, yeah. Um, there was a there was a very sweet bit uh, that I noticed. Uh, I also put here just incredible looks tiny, and it just emphasised mm. when, when he's in there with like X Pac, Guerrero, and Jericho. Gosh, he is a small guy. There was a bit where um, I think they planned to do a bit where outside the ring, just incredible raises X Pac's hand as a winner. But then there's some like bits in the ring. I think it was when Jericho hit Guerrero with the steel chair. So they don't do that bit, but they cut to X Pac and Just Incredible, and they're just holding hands. It's very sweet. Because <laughs> he's going to do the raising of the hand things. I get why. But it just looked like they were two mates holding hands. Yeah. And I was just like, you, like, I really wish they could have presented Just Incredible in a, in a slightly better way yeah. upon his debut. But That's I not don't... just the coolest. That's not just the best. But I'm just in love with X-Pac. Just in yeah. love with X-Pac. Nothing wrong with lovely. it. Nothing wrong with it at all. Long may it remain. Mm. I just feel like he was brought in and it was just like, oh, he's X-Pac's lackey. Yeah. I was like, okay. And like he'll soon be the the a part of 
uh, arguably the greatest theme music wrestling uh, soon, soon in history. More yeah. on that very soon. The Big Show gets ready for his hardcore title match by pushing over bins backstage, <laughs> looking and for his dinner. eating the lovely objects he finds. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Both fighting over the same scrap there. <laughs> I loved if he just dug into the bin and pulled out a sandwich. Nom, 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 nom. Burt, nom, nom. Picking up food like he's playing Final Fight. <laughs> so this sets up... This was set up via Big Show versus Raven versus Kurt Angle, which happened on Raw. Yes, for the hardcore what? title. What a- what a balmy match. And the only thing I remember about that match is a bit that they showed in the replay. And I and it was a staunch memory that stayed with me. So All when right. I watched this back, I went, I remember that. It was Big Show being clattered with a two by four. And Big Show no selling it. And he stands up and he's and he looks furious. And there's smoke coming off his head. Yes, they just did show that. from the wood. And it just looks like his head's on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was such a cool visual. Yeah. That's the bit that I remember about that. Yeah. I should wish I'd remembered more the fact that Rave and, and Angle were in the same ring together. But no, I remember oh, Big Show's head started. on fire. You like this match then. Raven wearing a Batman Dark Victory shirt. Was a good taste in shirts that month. Mm. He bonks everything over Big Show's head and he no sells all of it. Noticeable is Big Show back to a full body gear rather than his big boy shorts from last week. And also notice he walked to the ring like he'd shat his pants. <laughs> I think it was meant to be Big Show's rushing the ring. But it just looked like yeah. he shat himself. Well, that's what happened to you when you, you know, eat sandwiches out of bins. <laughs> uh, the ninja shows up to also get her offense no sold, and then show bonks a trolley over Raven until Kaintai appear to try and pin Raven. He chokeslams both of them, and there's a bunch of Kaintai signs in the crowd. So fair fucks to them. Yeah, yeah. it's working. Oh, it's working. Albert and his enormous head try and get the win, as does Kate Quick, who also takes a choke slam. Raven tries to launch a Binnett show, and then, I've put this in a couple of letters, he just punches the shit out of it into Raven. <laughs> and that rule. I can't do this justice. Maybe get the network just with this one bit. Just like, hey, yeah, throws the bin. Whatever. Just punches just the pu- bin. <laughs> the bin just crumbles. Yeah. And just clatters into radio. It's beautiful. Ah. Beautiful bit that was. Right to sends a try and pin Raven, but show kills them too. Raven tries to escape by heading through the crowd with even Taz trying to pin Raven. <laughs> He lasts a short amount of time. <laughs> Backstage, show dunks Raven into a basketball net, ha, 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 with Hardcore Holly and Blackman appearing for fun. Obviously, there's a giant pop for Hardcore Holly. Uh, the 4x4 has no effect on show, but while he deals with them, Raven just sods off with the ninja rather than fight Big Show. This was just an awesome display of fun. This was just Big Show having a lovely time slash slumming it with the hardcore division yeah <laughs> and like and just every the whole hardcore division were out to play here yeah. uh, and it was just hardcore nonsense yeah it was it was the entire hardcore division treat him like a big pinata mm. and big show going no Rah! and uh, it was way better than seeing hardcore holly hit the worst falcon hour in history on raven mm-hmm. like we held last week one of the reasons i think they were probably wound down the hardcore division the way they did it is it was as a cost-cutting measure because al snow had said that when they had these matches, basically a couple of days later, there'd just be a bill from the from the building for any damage that was done. So they wouldn't clear. Oh, yeah. So they wouldn't they wouldn't like run anything by the building ahead of time. They would just do it and then just go. We'll pay the damage. <laughs> and, wow. And so anything is it, they is did. Shotgun when wrestling companies make a huge mess in the holes they're just being in. But yeah, <laughs> oh. especially in certain companies in the UK. Oh, I don't know what that's in reference to. That's quite good. Yeah. 
Cool. <laughs> Tell me after. Stacker 2 of the disco music <laughs> shows us Al Snow dresses Mick Foley to remind Vince that he screwed him. Uh-huh. Regal Low blows him to end a segment which looked terrible. It even didn't edited. look very good, did it? Yeah. Did not look good. But we then go to Mick Foley's house, which looks a lot like my nana's. <laughs> Al is here. Uh, at the little dump he's there he lives in Al explains he's trying to get him back the WWF Foley's okay though he says he even has cheap pops to entertain him and press a button to generate audio hey he works for Smackdown <laughs> I believe Kevin Dunn used that technology in 2020 <laughs> Al is pissed because he beat up he got beat up by McMahon all these weeks for nothing but Foley has a better idea Commissioner Snow Al likes the idea and he go gets Foley a hoagie so they can watch the best of Steve Blackman together. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so we're gonna get a, a, a brief a brief bit for Al Snow as commissioner. Mm. Um, but this won't end. Th- this is basically a setup for somebody else becoming the commissioner, <laughs> as opposed to yeah. Al Snow. And we start a little story with those two in the Good. weeks to come. That's fine. Uh, this, I think, along with the Michaels news, was why. It was crazy that WrestleMania X7 ended up being the card that we got, considering initial reports it was going to be McMahon versus Foley. Yeah. And Michaels versus Triple H. It's like, oh, okay. When, well, we're okay with what we got, though, eh, We, Do you know what? I wonder, obviously, WrestleMania X7 is so lauded as one of the greatest wrestling pay-per-views of all time. But, like, imagine if we'd swapped out a few of those for, what, for the, the mm. parallel universe stuff we could have got. Like, do you think McMahon Foley would have hit the hit the same way that McMahon McMahon hit? No. Do you think Triple H and Sean would have hit the same way or better than Triple H Undertaker? Mm, uh, given how the state Michaels was in at that point, no, mm. no. So we probably did. We probably did the. Yeah. We probably okay, the waiting version. until SummerSlam mode. We got the best reality. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, China's if they only knew in brackets what I'm gonna do to you is number three <laughs> bestseller. I've heard nothing but negative things about the book. Sorry, China. No, nah, it's crap. One chapter starts. One of the chaps, chapter starts with my tit hurts, <laughs> and it's all it is. Is it's kind of it's it's just everybody is at fault for everything. It's you know how it's it's the closest thing in the real world to eye part, which we need to talk about. Alan, who is just trying to just just saying how great she is and how shit everybody is around her. That's basically the book. I'm not complaining that one of the traps start with my titters because tits do hurt sometimes. I get that. But the whole book is just her whinging about how everybody was shit. All the people that gave her an opportunity, they're shit, they're crap, I'm brilliant. And why can't anybody recognise how brilliant I am? Lord <laughs> Flashheart. Yes. <laughs> Woof. Uh, Kevin Kelly interviews The Rock. But before that, they show Kevin Kelly picking his nose. Uh, the Rock is disgusted at the scene and makes him pick his nose throughout the entire interview. Rock says he's going to deal with Triple H tonight. There'll be no skating tonight on the Rock show. Saying something's... Stick your finger back in, Hermie. I didn't say stop. <laughs> the only thing on the line tonight is Triple H's ass. The Rock is going to beat Triple H for Kurt Angle's sake because he's going to beat him in 10 days from now as well. If you smell... And yes, he, our friend Kelly... Your friend Kelly had his finger in the nose the entire time. <laughs> what a trooper. What a trooper. Uh, some news from The Observer about The Rock. I was about Kelly. Um, sadly not. Vince McMahon has nixed a deal involving The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, and a NASCAR Bush Grand National Series race driver, Hermie Sadler. Hermie. Hermie. Ironically, to Hermie. be working with Hermie. No. 
Come here, on. Hermie. I'm not even kidding. He was working. We wanted to work with Hermie Sadler. All these Kelly Kelly jokes coming right around. Uh, the two were set to become business partners in a, win- in a Winston Cup operation called Rock Racing. McMahon told Johnson he was not allowed to use the name or likeness of The Rock for that purpose. And the deal was nixed, forcing Sadler uh, to renege on plans to purchase equipment, cars, tools, and personnel. So this is mm. Vince going, actually, no, The Rock is, is, is my character. So no, you can't. You can't just be the rock in other places. Yeah. It has to be Dwayne Johnson. Good luck with that. Mm. But that's, you know what? The one thing I love about doing these shows, like whether it's the, the, the Raw Review in 1995 or this one in 2001, is that like we complain about Vince McMahon, but he's always been the same. Like he's never, yeah. he's never really deviated, has Vince McMahon, from, from the person that he is today. Mm. Like, like the whole idea of like wrestlers wanting to have their own deals and make their own money. And Vince is like, no, no, you'll only make the money that I make for you. And we own your name. We own your mm. property. We own your rights. Like still shouting at people to not mention things in the past, you know, and focus on the things that are happening now. Like it's, it's he's always been Vince. Mm. He's always been Vince. Yeah. Never changing. Yeah. Never dying. Never dying. Smackdown 2 presents the opening recap we already watched. Anyway, Austin is here again to commentate on Rock vs. Triple H right now. I've never hated a man as much as I've hated Triple H, he says, and he sits down. Sit here and speak your water. It's not going to do a damn thing, he says. Triple H makes his entrance. They brawl around the ring as Austin grins. They settle down and do the usual knee-based offense, with Triple H dominating because he's smart and not dumb. Triple H keeps on mouthing off at Austin and likewise, but no touching. Rock throws him over the top. Ah, he ain't so cocky now, is he? Says Austin. <laughs> Rock gets Triple H at the sharpshooter because everyone needs a submission hold because they're scared of Benoit. Rock gets ejected out of the ring, so Kurt Angle shows up and smashes him with a title belt for mouthing off earlier. Rock had it coming. <laughs> Angle also helps the referee get in until Austin kicks Angle's ass, which he's allowed to do, obviously. Triple H hits a pedigree, then yells at Austin. He then turns right around right into a rock bottom. One, two. No, here's Kurt Angle to interrupt this for the DQ finish. Austin beats up Angle until Benoit arrives and they both stomp Austin. So it's a downer ending with Austin in the crossface and Rock in the angle lock with Triple H pouring beer over Austin and laughing. And that's that. I liked the, the submission-based yeah. ending. That was cool. And was Austin did this to Triple H last week, so yeah, fair, fair. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Rock and Triple H always have, always work well together. They're like effortless yeah. together. It's really cool. Um, Angle looked like a beast. I thought running out there and clattering mm-hmm. the rock like he was. Like Angle varies so much from like silly boy coward to like legitimate badass. And it was good to see him like going mm-hmm. right. I'm just. God, batter him yeah. with his belt it's, it's a week now of time we're going to get like I'm going to break your fucking ankle yes that's it and that's a that's a time that's a turning of the uh, yeah. of the of the history for Angle isn't it when he screams yeah. that out into the world um, but that's for no way out but no um, good main event I'm, I, I know you were confused by like Austin and Benoit going on earlier I think this was yeah. the right call to go yeah, on last yeah yeah of course I think it was the right call to go on last. I thought that yeah. made sense as a big match. That was the SmackDown. That was the smack of the down. What oh. did you remember from this episode? Just incredible. Nearly. We are nearly there. It's like, I did the Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm like, Tim. <laughs> Tim, it's four weeks to be world champ. Was it world championship? Like a... I think they called it World Title. Oh, no, because they defended it in Japan that one time. All right, so it's world <laughs> it's, it is a world championship. Um, it is definitely a world championship. Impact player. Yeah. Not Storm. Yet. 
Mm. We're getting there. We're getting yeah. there. So he was there. I liked him. I thought it was cool because he hit Sam out with a cane a bunch of times. And he was oh, it was really good because ECW, November, November 99 was the first VHS, first experience of ECW. And got really well introduced to uh, the character of Just Incredible, not knowing much about the video package that aired, and about like how he just didn't care about Sandman, didn't care like you've been around here. Yeah. And yeah, and uh, Joey Styles' promo says, Just Incredible says, I wasn't here when you were a thing. I don't owe you respect. I don't owe you anything. I don't care about you. It's great. I was like, oh, how great is that? Some young guy just comes on. Because you don't see that in wrestling anymore anyway. Nowadays in WWE, it's like, Look, Nakamura, it's Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Whoa! Like, hit him, you idiot. <laughs> Goon, standing there, gushing, getting the floor all wet, you know. <laughs> so it was, I thought just kind of was cool. Cause like, I don't care who you are. And hit some people. It's like, yeah. I'm not bothered about your history. I'm, yeah. I'm the guy now. So obviously ECW, probably ECW just a credible, would have like showed up in the main event and hit, you know, Benoit. Oh, <laughs> Triple H with that. That was, that was never going Singapore to happen. Kane. No, yeah. never going to happen. Yeah. But, but like it's that. good that he got to show up and be Xbox buddy. Mm. I remember Big you? Show uh, in the hardcore Bridge. division. Just, just a big, uh, the Big Show steaming bit uh, stays with me, uh, but just Big Show just, just twatting everybody in the hardcore division. That phenomenal double choke sound of Kai and Tai stayed with me because the height on that was amazing. And um, yeah, just big, like me thinking like, wow, if Big Show wins the hardcore title, like no one's going to beat him for it. I remember thinking that at the time. But then also me becoming a little bit more of a smart ass at this point going, well, Big Show's been lowered to the hardcore division. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably thought that as well, but uh, it's way more entertaining. Mm. Oh yeah, it suits. This suits him more. Yeah. Uh, what did you forget? Uh, that the Dean leader thing was still going. I thought <laughs> they dumped it once Dean was injured. It's like, all right, cool, few dodge that bullet. It's like, no, you know what? Let's bring that back. The, the Is fr- anyone enjoying it? Um, no. <laughs> the finale. <clears throat> excuse me. The finale of that feud is Monday. The Monday Good. I believe, if memory serves. That is the finale. That's right. You said uh, Lita announces that she's actually with uh, the Bulldog. <laughs> yeah, that is correct. <laughs> There's going to be a... Tonight, da- I'm going to give her a ring. <laughs> Made out of gold. <laughs> so I'll get me pickaxe. <laughs> me and me six mates. Been down the mine. Hi, her. Hi, her. Hi, her. After work, I go. <laughs> We're sp- <laughs> I've got, got in the mines no. after doing some lines. <laughs> Hi, her! Hi, her! With, my, with, a, with, a, with a shovel and cart. Fuck off, Red Heart! Hi, her! Hi, her! Hi, her! Hi, her! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Hang no, on, hang on, hang on! Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I do some more. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. It's gonna be worth it, it's gonna be worth it. Um, okay, I hurt, I hurt, off to work I go, with a shovel and garrot, where's my title shot? I hurt, I hurt, I hurt, I hurt, I hurt. <laughs> Told you it was worth it! Um, I forgot. Well, after we worked, there'll be no gold left. <laughs> Red help, I'm effed. I hurt, I hurt. With an axe I, with, with an axe I used to cut a tree, you walk me through Wembley. <laughs> hi-ho! Hi-ho, hi-ho, hi-ho. <laughs> um, I forgot. I forgot Kane no selling a table. Oh yeah. Kane coming off the I'd apron. I've already forgotten that like an hour ago. We're talking about it. It, it is a it is a funny visual to watch Kane fall off. The, uh. Like like he's like he's falling into a pond on you've been framed. <laughs> 
Like, and then the table not quite breaking, and then Kay just popping up, like, all right, didn't hurt me. Well, aren't we? Cool, Kane. No tables were harmed in the making of this video. Uh, next week, um, is that next week's the go home for No Way yep. Out? Blimey. Uh, we're motoring through uh, 2001. Uh, what have you got coming up in the next week, Matthew Gregg? I'm not sure it's next week, but I did a recording with Matt McMuscles. Yay! Uh, we talk about the Tekken live action film. <gasps> nice! No, it wasn't. I know, that's what I mean. That's why it's yeah. nice. So that I'm looking forward to. So yeah. are you doing that? Are you recording that this week? No, it's been recorded. I want to see when it. I don't know if it's going to be edited to hell. Amazing. So, oh, I love when you and Matt Muscles do stuff together. I, I do like Matt. He's a, he's oh, a, he's brilliant. It's nice, like, hang out with you, because I know your frame references and stuff like that. So it's nice talking to Matt, because he's like, he's like, yeah, you, but if you played SNK games. Yeah, 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 you know. that's it. I keep, you, all, the, all the games Tess can't beat. <laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt has beaten them. So it's like, oh, okay, cool. That's cool. Oh, no, I, look, I very much look forward yeah. to that. I very much look forward to that. Um, on the podcast tomorrow, Desert Island Craps, a Sunday Ooh. special with a wrestler that, that, that Matthew Gregg has sponsored. You don't know about this. I'm chatting to, no. I'm chatting to Wrestling Memes, who has Botchamania on his ring gear. Do you not see this? Do you not know Wrestling Memes? He's got Botchamania. That was years ago. Has he still got it? Still got it. I'm not for money. Yeah. Fuck you, Hermie Sandler. <laughs> yeah, he is the Hermie Sandler. He's still got that on. Oh, yeah. I thought about how slow. I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, he loves you. He can't wait to meet you. Now, um, now, Wrestling Memes is on on Sunday. I'm going to chat with the lovely man Wrestling Memes about like his... AKA Blue Kane. <laughs> he is Blue Kane. We sadly don't talk about the Blue Kane uh, stuff. I feel like we've missed a trick there. But uh, we talk about lots of other oh, nice so things. Oh, so it's Wrestling well. Memes you've got to come on. And wrestling also... Memes. Al Snur. Al Snur. Al Snur. You can hear Al Snur. Uh, if you go yeah, back this dog. Me. I'm the bulldog. <laughs> I rang dog with dog. Oh, <laughs> uh, also, if you missed it already, uh, the Cold Arctic podcast this week, uh, it's it's uh, Matthew, Jack and me special. So ex- expect uh, that to expect Jack to be wildly excluded from jokes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're a big fan of Jack looking miserable and staring at the camera and saying anything, boy, have we got a podcast for you. <laughs> We're featuring such comments as why don't you two just leave all this on the Smackdown review where's Ross and it's just Tom and Matthew laughing and Jack looks like he hates this day it's on the podcast Jack's just a JPEG in the corner where you've ever stopped He's living in it. Is that dude in the, the, like, the party in the corner meme? Like, <laughs> they don't know that I'm sick of this. <laughs> <laughs> but until we are next together doing this bollocks, uh, here's our Matthew Greg on Twitter. I'm at Tom Campbell on Twitter. He was at Owen Mawson. Uh, he was. Vent, vintage Owen a little earlier on today. Together we are at Coltaholic on Twitter. And Owen Wilson can be find, found in such films as uh, Zoolander. <laughs> Don't forget to join us. Wow. <laughs> Love you. Bye. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 